And it was like, it was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna take the digital marketing. I'm gonna take what I know from digital marketing. I'm gonna take what I know from podcasting, and I'm gonna just put it together. Because what I know about podcasters is they uh-huh. don't know how to make, they don't know how to monetize. Mm-hmm. They think that. You know, you need to make money from brand deals, sponsorships, and YouTube, you know. Ad um, revenue. And that's it. But you can't get that money if you start a show. No one's trying to give you a brand deal on a brand new podcast. No, no one's trying to give you a sponsorship on a brand new podcast. No one. And you can't even get YouTube money because you can't get to the point to get monetized. <clears throat> Welcome to the Far From Average podcast where we interview people and speak about topics that are far from average so you can take your business and take your life to the next level. And I have an extremely special guest. I'm going to get a lot of game out of this podcast personally. Brendan, Brendan Boyd, podcast specialist, been involved for what, four years now? It's been about four years. About yeah. four years yeah. as a podcast expert, helping yeah. people monetize and grow their shows, man. Well, I want to say I've been an expert for all four years, though. How long you been an expert, <laughs> expert for? Uh, so, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting story. Like, what, like, the reason why I even started podcasting, because I realized that it's a cheat code to build relationships. Like, yo, if you want to build relationships fast, and if you want to build high-level relationships, start a podcast. Trust me, it's going to be the best thing that you can ever do. You watching, the best thing you could ever do, and literally no one's ever going to say no to you. The no's just mean not right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They might be busy, or maybe your podcast is too new, but they always get on a podcast. No right. one I ever asked ever said no. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, it was just like, oh, I'm not out there right now. Yeah, not out right there. I'm not free. I mean, is this a real show? Let me, yeah. let, me let me see 50 episodes. You know, I mean, that so 50 episodes for like high level podcast guests. Uh huh. That's like a like a like a known but unknown thing. Like, because 50 episodes puts you in the top five per, not. But ten percent of podcasts, right? It, it basically, yeah, it, it does, and it also solidifies you as uh, a show that's actually going to be around. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of podcasters that stop. Like they say, podcast purgatory is between like episode seven and fifteen. So some like podcasters that are like hella casual and they're not really serious. You know, they got all the momentum. They start. They normally start between episode seven and fifteen. Mm, okay, yeah. I'm on episode what twenty five. Yeah. So you, now you, you passed that. Yes, yeah. I made sure because I don't know where I heard that from though. That that fifty mark. It might have been David Shans. Yeah. So Shans Shans probably says it. Myron Golden says it. Dan Henry. It's kind of like one of those known unknown things that you should get to yeah. that fifty. Fifty fifty is like okay. This is a show. Now, what because, made you get into it though? Oh, oh podcasting. Yeah, I get. Um, back in Boston Road, I um, I was at a point where I felt like I knew everybody. I couldn't go nowhere. I'm, I mean, to be really honest, bro, I went I went apple picking. I went apple picking, right? Uh huh. Apple. The spot that we went was like two hours out of the city in Boston. So like you like, went actual apple picking. Al- actual actual <laughs> apple picking. Two hours outside of Boston. Uh huh. Right now, if have you ever been to an apple orchard? No. It's like hundreds of aisles, bro. It's like just app, different apples, just hundreds of aisles. Mm-hmm. So I'm there. I'm with my, um, one of my best friends picking apples, throwing them in the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's the fall. It's New England. It's the vibe. Like, yeah. whatever, right? I'm in a random, two hours out the city, I'm in a random orchard. Some dude's like, yo, Brendan, what's up? I'm like, yo, I got to move, bro. Like, at that moment hit me. Damn. Like, as soon as that person said, Brendan, what's up? I'm like, I got to move. Like, why? Why? I have to move, bro. That's what I felt. Because it was like, there's no way I can be here 
two hours out the city in a random aisle and somebody still knows who I am. It doesn't make sense. Like, I need to go somewhere and meet new people. I need new networks. I need to grow. And I felt like I couldn't grow if that was what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, man, I had, to, I had to move. So, moving was like, okay, how am I going to build these relationships? Or how right. do I even level up my relationships? And then I just was like, damn, well, if I podcast, it's like I can give people something. First, I can like it's like the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity. I can give you an opportunity to tell your story, be on your platform. Yeah, you know, bunch of, like you know, just share, talk, whatever you yeah. have going on. And then by by uh, that value, I'm able to now build a relationship with the person. Yeah, absolutely. You know so that's pretty much how it started. It was yeah. just me like wanting to level up, like meet new people. I have no millionaire friends before I started the podcast. Now I got too many in the account. Dude, <laughs> you know, what I'm, I, you know I'm, I'm in a similar boat. Like I was just with my current business at the time. I was like, man, I feel like I'm kind of capped out. Mm. Like I need to get out there. But I totally understand. Like wanting to change up your network, and this is definitely a powerful way to get access to different people. Like you said, you have yeah. so many millionaire friends now. Facts. But when when you got started. How difficult was it to get somebody on your show? First two, three episodes. Like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't too, too bad because I started like from people I knew at home, right? So okay, I, yeah. still, I still, I was like, okay, who has interesting stories? Who do I know that has an interesting story? Who, who can I talk to that maybe I haven't really talked about, you know, their story deep or maybe how did they start their thing? So like when I started podcasting, I was still a realtor. So, like, I started Ooh. from, like, high-level loan officers, uh-huh. high-level um, real estate agents, business owners. It's the same thing, kind of similar to, you know, some people we talk to, business owners, restaurant owners. Yeah, um, that's what I, mean? I was like, going That's, that's kind of, like, what I started with. And then, like, you know, one of the best ways to even meet more, more people is ask the guests to refer you. So, every time, like, I would have a guest on, I would be like, well, you know, who else do you know that you think would be a great person to have on since you've actually experienced the conversation and the whole vibe? Like, who else would you, would you, you know... Uh, referred to me and then you know just started to snowball at that point what made you not want to be a realtor anymore money was too slow I agree too slow bro I agree I was a realtor when I was 18 yeah yeah. and the thing about it and and I'm not this is the thing you can make a lot of money being a realtor so I don't want people to get that wrong like I don't want people to think that like I'm not saying it's a good thing it's, it's not a good profession but for me it was too slow. Like, yeah, you know, I had 10K months, 20K months. I think my biggest real, real estate month was probably like 25, 25K in a month. But, like, I had to work for that money, bro. You knocking doors. You knocking doors. Making you in cold the car. Calls. All of that. And the thing about that is, like, it's different. When you're doing real estate in, like, a smaller city, it's way different. You could cover a lot of territory in a day than if you were in, like, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Because you might go see one or two houses the whole day. Because it's so far out, and then the traffic's crazy. Yeah. Right? So I, so I did that, leaving Boston and coming to L.A. to do it. But it, it was like, nah. There was one house I closed on. I was like, I can't do this one again. It was just like a lot of You got the check and said you couldn't do it no more? Yeah, I couldn't do it again. Yeah, I was like, this the last 20, one. 20, 30K months, and you couldn't do it no more? This the last one, bro. Man. Nah. Yeah. I, I think I knocked 100 doors a day for a month or two. And I was like, man. It's a grind, bro. Yeah, I was like, 
I was like, this is this is wild. No, it's a grind, man. Uh, you know, shout out to realtors I get into it. And again, I'm not trying to say there's nothing wrong with being being a residential realtor, but Yeah, people are making bread. Just for me, like I you know, I and then another thing that I really thought that really like like sunk into me was when I'm thinking about, well, what about if I wanted to grow and expand, like, do I want to be like a 60-year-old realtor still closing deals in the same territory? Because you you have to stay in that territory because that's where you're licensed at. You may have a couple of other states that you're licensed in, but if you don't have a team built, like, you have to still do deals. And right there at home. Yeah, and I didn't, I was like, nah, nah, I don't see that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, so from realtor, getting into podca- podcasting, growing your network yeah. from there, how did you learn how to start really making money with the podcast? Because I know when I got started, I'm, I was just figuring it out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start doing it just to do it because I had this idea and I saw this vision where I was like a podcaster. And I was like, let me just do it and see it. Yeah, Because I had a podcast before, but it was, I was just doing solo episodes and kind of chopping them up to spice up my normal credit content. Mm-hmm. I would talk about business stuff. Yeah. But then when I started this podcast to start interviewing people, that's when I was like, okay, this is probably something that I can do and that I'm not too bad at. Yeah. How did you start finding your niche and making bread with your podcast? So again, so so similar to what you said, it was just like I was trying it out, trial and error. Like my first podcast is not the same ones I'm doing right now. So like my first podcast, it was just like same as you. It was like, you know, I want to do this. I like to interview people. I like to talk to people. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm someone that like wants to, you know, like learn people's stories and stuff like that. Yeah. So... Once I started learning like digital marketing and I was investing in like high level coaching and I saw how like, you know, like, you know, whatever, whatever business you're in, there's a whole digital side to it that you probably aren't even tapped into, which is the case for a lot of people that don't, you know, do courses, ebooks, info products, anything like that. It's a whole nother side. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that, but then like I was always podcasting. And then, like, I had a couple of people that just kept saying to me randomly, like, you should be, like, you should do this. Because you, you're like, this is what you do. You're good at this. And you're good at that, too. But, like, this podcasting is, like, something. So I kept hearing that. And, you know, I was hearing it. And it wasn't really, you know, it was hitting me. But it, was, it wasn't really hitting me. And then one day, it was just like, yo, I know how to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And it was like, it was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna take the digital marketing. I'm gonna take what I know from digital marketing. I'm gonna take what I know from podcasting, and I'm gonna just put it together. Because what I know about podcasters is they uh-huh. don't know how to make. They don't know how to monetize. Mm-hmm. They think that you know you need to make money from brand deals, sponsorships, and YouTube. You know, um, revenue, and that's it. But you can't get that money if you start a show. No one's trying to give you a brand deal on a brand new podcast. No, no one. one's trying to give you a sponsorship on a brand new podcast. No one. And you can't even get YouTube money because you can't get to the point to get monetized. Yeah, I mean, that takes a minute. Exactly. So that the, the way that people see podcasting right now to get to the bag, that's not how you get the podcast money. That money will come if you keep it up. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if, if you already have or grow a, per, a personal brand, if you're podcasting and it's starting to build momentum, those brand deals will come. The sponsorships will come. You can get your, your YouTube podcast or YouTube um, channel to monetization so you can start eating. But that's not how you get the money in podcasting. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From what you've seen, because I know you've been following me on Instagram yeah. and we've been going back and forth. You've seen a couple of the episodes. 
from what you've seen, how, how can I improve on my, my podcast so I can get to a higher level? Well, number one, I don't think it's necessarily what, what like, you, you're doing great. You know what I'm saying? So Appreciate I, that. I don't, think it, I don't think it's anything with the show, right? Uh-huh. I think the show can always improve. You can always, like, you can have better guests on. You could ask better questions. tighten up the intro, ask better questions, go a little bit deeper, get more information. Like, that's fine. Uh-huh. But the monetization plays are not necessarily going to come with you having a better quality product. I think mm-hmm. a better quality product is nice because you can always refine it. But if you look at, like, the Joe Rogan podcast... The production value is not crazy. It's re- it's, that podcast is hella regular. Super. And, I mean, it's just and, a conversation. And, and arguably, it's kind of messy if you look at the aesthetics. You know what I'm saying? It's just a table, a lot of stuff on the table, two people talking, you know, and, and it's like a lot it's, of... It's almost kind of dim. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on. So I wouldn't even worry about that. You can, like, let that improve over time. Okay. You can get better cameras, better lenses. You can get somebody to produ- produce it. You can get somebody to edit it high level. That's not even the thing. With the things you need to think about, your car and already moving to some of the lanes is your digital products. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Your subscriptions, which mm-hmm. is major, and not having not having a low level Patreon. I know I know we talked off camera where you got a diff, couple of different Patreon tiers. Yeah, I had the ten dollar one. Patreon, and there's nothing wrong with that. But Patreon is is like one of those sites where people are used to paying a lower amount. So if I'm, it's kind of like. If I'm used to an economy experience because this is kind of like like I am okay let's let, let, let's look at it like this Dunkin' Donuts you been to Dunkin' Donuts yep Starbucks what what's the perception that I'm gonna pay less at Dunkin' Donuts there you go why it's just the presentation you just it's just it's like a known thing so with Patreon it's like people are used to paying two dollars five dollars seven dollars six dollars twelve dollars eleven dollars fifteen dollars. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But how you, do I really scale yeah, but you wanna, that to a, when, to a real income? You want to make sure that even with your community, and again, you can have a Patreon. I'm not saying not to have one, but have your community put that in a platform that's not associated with Walmart, not associated with Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Because if you go to Walmart, you're already like, I'm going to get a deal. Yeah. I'm not you know going there thinking I'm about to spend top dollar. That's what I'm saying. So if, you're, if your community is, you know, like shout out to Sam Ovens, like he got the school platform. Yeah, you know, community. Uh, I mean, uh, not community. Um, David Shans has the uh, uh, morning meetup. The morning meetup. He has that in the platform. Um, what's the joke? Yeah, because he had he had the Patreon, mm-hmm. but then I noticed he cut it. Yeah, yep. And then like I use. Um, now I'm blinking out. What? What's the platform? Yeah, yeah I remember you said it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, said I'm it blink- off camera. I'm blinking out right now, people. Um, it'll come back, but yeah, we'll, we'll get back to yeah, it. Yeah, you want you want to make sure it's in a platform. You it, you know. Like, it's in a platform that is not, you know, like, low-grade, right? So I always use this analogy. It's like, let's say you and I, you know, we're about to, you know, go on a trip or something, meet, meet some people, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we got two tickets, like, two options to take a ticket. We can do economy or we can do first class, right? Mm-hmm. We can get, so we all go to the same place. But first class, it's a different experience. Yeah. Right? You know off top, it's a different experience. You're going to get on a plane first. You're going to get off first. You might talk to the captain. The flight attendant's going to spend some time with you. You might get a whole nother menu. There might be drinks available to you that's not available to them. Pillow, headphones, blanket. (laughs) The seats might recline. One of them nice neck pillows. There's no one in the middle. It's just you either get the window or the the aisle. 
know what I'm saying? And it's only like 8, 10, 12 seats. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole nother experience. Or you could be in the back with 100 people, babies crying, line, line to get to the restroom. You know what I'm saying? Flight attendant got to stumble, bumble across people to get to you because you're all the way in the back or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's a different experience. Mm-hmm. But people are paying for the first class with no problem. And that, that might be a 4X ticket. It might be a 3X ticket. So put the, put the community in a platform where, you know, people are used to paying $49 a month, $99 a month, okay. arguably $149 a month. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because people want to spend the money. Yeah. They don't not want to spend the money. Just because we have a, our, our thing priced lower doesn't mean we're going to get more people. Absolutely We're not. in Vegas right now. People are spending millions of dollars at this very moment. Right. You the know clubs. Exactly. They're not like, yo, let me get the cheapest one. Yeah. You know people go to the club and buy a $50 bottle That's for $1,000. No problem, bro. No problem paying it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got those two things. Okay. No problem. You know what I'm saying? So the next thing is probably turning the podcast into a media business, which you probably know something about because you're in credit or mm-hmm. you have the credit background. Mm-hmm. So really doing, doing yourself a service and like, you know, it's not a hobby. It's not a side hustle. It's not something I do sometimes. It's literally building a business out of this. So your EIN, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Your LLC, you know, your, your uh, business bank account, like really structuring it properly. So now your podcast can have capital. You could leverage off that because it's a digital media business. As soon as you turn them cameras on, this is a digital media business. Yeah. As soon as you have a guest on, digital media business. Okay. Right? So that's the third thing. Okay. Right? Because now, now you can tax write-offs. Every, money, every dollar you spend, like this can be self-staining. It's a business on itself. So you have your other businesses, but now you have a media company. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The fourth thing that you definitely want to do is, this is, I mean, there's a lot of different ways, but this is probably my favorite you know, arguably, I feel like, you know, I was one of the people that kind of created the concept. I really haven't seen anyone but one other person really do it like this, and it's called a pod close. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, so what a pod close is, what you want to do is you use the podcast as a lead generation asset. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So let's, say, let's, say, on a, let's say on a back end, you have a, a business credit course. Let's say you, or, or, okay, let's say on the back end, you got a business credit mentorship. Okay. Let's say that mentorship might be, I don't know, let's call it 3K, 4K, right? So, so let's say you use your podcast to, you know, target potential clients that you feel may be a good fit for that product. Mm-hmm. So you invite them on the show. You highlight them, edify them, you know what I'm saying? They could talk about their story, product, service. You literally make the whole show about them as it should be. Right. Right. Now, when the show's over, now you may have planted a seed in the beginning. Hey, listen, you know, I'm in this space, whatever, you know, if you never need some help, whatever. Yeah, okay, cool. You know, I'm excited for the show. Plant a seed, right? Mm-hmm. Now at the end of the at the end of the podcast, you just simply you just simply say, Hey man, you know, I really enjoyed you being on the show. It was it was amazing. And I know you got the XYZ business. So if you're ever interested in learning how we can actually get you funded or get more access to business capital or business credit, you know, that's, that's something that we do. Oh, word? Yeah, man, let me, I would love to hear more. What happened there is you, you basically created 30, 40 minutes of no like trust with this person, right? Right. It's, it's, it's a, you know, a, a credible tool leveraging the podcast that's building a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, look. You and I have been talking through DM, but we're doing this podcast. It's like, we cool now. Yeah. Right? So now I'm more open to hear everything you got going on outside of the show. You're more open to hear everything I got going on inside of the show. So now for you, you're just, you're just sharing more of what you do. Yeah. And if it's a good fit, you close them 
with the pod closed, and now you got 3K, 4K. And that person came from reverse monetizing your guests. Dang. It's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. It's crazy. But then the way I do it's even crazier, but that's crazy. Well, because yeah. you, you're the podcast expert. I appreciate that. <laughs> you're the podcast, uh, as far as, as I see it, like you're a podcast expert. So if I'm coming on your show and I have a show yeah. and you're like, oh, I have this, this and that. I'm like, like when I came in here yeah. and you said, I can get you on XYZ show. I said, shoot, I'm interested. How much yeah. is it? Exactly, 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 right? So, so this is the thing. What I figured out was, and this is how I designed, um, you know, the podcast side of my business. So let's say you're a business owner. I don't know you yet, but you're a business owner. I'll have an outreach team reach out to you in a DM. You know, hey, listen, Renault, I love what you're doing or love to, you know, have you come on the show. Mm-hmm. Right. So they'll send you a link. That link will have a mini application that you fill out, gives us some more information about you. And then automatically on page two, it allows you to book yourself on our show. It's a virtual podcast. Mm-hmm. All through automation, right? Now, on your calendar might be, you know, let's say May, May 11th or whatever, right? Or- 3 p.m. So now you're getting reminders for that. You get access to the link, you know, uh, text reminders, email reminders, right? Mm-hmm. So you know when the show is and all of that, right? Yeah. So that automation is staying up with you. Now, uh, May 11th pops up, right? So you go on the show, you get access to, to, uh, to Riverside, you're on the show, right? I have hosts that host the show. So it could be, it okay. could be, it could be uh, one or four hosts that will host our show for you. And again, it's all about you. They're going to highlight you. They're going to make you feel extra special. So you're, you're placing an interviewer? Yeah. For the person so they can get questions asked about them mm-hmm. to kind of prop themselves up. Yep. Okay. And you're charging? Free. But how you make it? So then, once the, the next pod, step? once the podcast is over, uh-huh. right? Once the podcast is over, the host is simply going to say something to the to the effect of, uh, "So how was the interview? I mean, it was great. You know, I had the opportunity to you know talk about my thing. Man, this was amazing. Okay, cool. Like, do do you see yourself doing more of these? Like, would you like to learn how we can get you on more shows? And they're going to be like, "Yeah, right." So then at that point. She'll either schedule you right away to talk to, you know, my team or we through automation send you like a value package of what is podcast guesting with like an overview, mm-hmm. um, some testimonials, a couple of videos from me kind of like breaking down some, some value props. And then you get on a call with one of my closers and then they close you if it's a good fit. We don't sell you nothing. We just show you what the opportunity can be for you. And if it makes sense, you take it. And I'm not involved in none of that process. It's all automated. I'm on with you. That could be happening right now. Most likely that is happening right now. And we chilling. Dang. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I designed it. Not only did I, re- did I recognize, uh-huh. like, the law of reciprocity that's in there. Right. The ability to, to uh, compound my meetings with people, but not having to host the shows. And I used to host the shows. So where do these shows go? They go on YouTube and on podcasts. It's a real podcast. It's not like a... Is it yours? Yeah. And you get... I just don't host it. Somebody else hosts yeah. it for you. Yeah. And they get the questions interview. It's all virtual. It's all virtual. Do you think, do you have like an option where somebody sees you in person? No. So that would be, that would be like my, my in-person podcast, but it's totally different. It's totally somebody, different. I have That's people, something that you run. Yeah. I've had people that have been on my virtual show mm-hmm. 
and then have also been on the in person. It's not it's, it's very few people, but it, yeah, I have people that. I've Do done. you split up the the podcast listing all, for the virtual and your in person one? Yeah, so you can't even book the in person one. Like I booked out. So that one, because yeah. that one, that one's like it's like art to me, and it's like I have fun. Like I'm here in Vegas, I'm doing your show, but like I, I'm, you know, I shot two of my own. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm here. And you have some other people that you yeah. have reached out to, and mm-hmm. these are people that you already knew or you already had met, and you're like, I'm going to bring them on to my show? Yeah, or maybe just like I met an Instagram or whatever the case may be, or they've been referred to me, and it's like, yo, it'd be amazing just to have you on the show. I'm going to be in your city. Let's make it happen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I built it up like that. So, like, you want to hear something crazy? I want to hear it. <laughs> I got two shows, two virtual shows. Mm-hmm. We can film six podcasts in a day right now. I don't have to be on none of them. And then they can all have the opportunity to purchase the product at the end. Oh, I have an opportunity to purchase the product. And this is, anyone can book this. Yeah. The virtual one. Mm-hmm. But Alfred's team will reach out to them. But yeah, anyone can book it. That is interesting. So is it through Zoom and you guys make clips? It's through Riverside. It's through Riverside. So that's like a Zoom mm-hmm. platform. Yeah. And you guys create clips and the person gets so much value out of this free interview. That's you have like a virtual assistant handle, or a virtual interviewer. Yeah, virtual host. A virtual host. That's yep. what it's, that's what you call it. And then you make the bread on the back end. Yeah. So basically, so my um, my product is podcast guesting. So what we do is we help business owners, coaches, and consultants get in front of more people. Mm-hmm. Because if they can get in front of more people, they can sell more products. Right. They they can have a twenty k, thirty k, fifty k month. Right. Because it's just math. So if you had a 5K, a 10K month and it's, it's, it's virtual, it's virtually because the same people might be seeing you. Right. So if you're only in front of these people, you're missing all of those people. Those people have your money. Also, there's still people over here that, that need impact. Mm-hmm. So they need to see you, too. So through podcast guesting, what's amazing about it is you get on all these shows, you're on all these different people's platforms. And not only are you on these different people's platforms, but. All these people are seeing you, and podcasts age very well. Just yeah. like YouTube videos. Yeah. You know what I'm so, like, you know, we're doing this episode. So, let's say six months, 12 months from now, it's still growing in viewership. Yeah, it might pop. Exactly. I have an interview I did crazy, months ago. Or if I go crazy, then that episode that we did is going to go crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, what happens when you we use that and you start compounding the podcast interviews? So, instead of doing one, what if you do 50? If, instead of doing 50, what if you did 100? Right. Right? What if we added a capture funnel via a keyword on the podcast so then when people watch it and they love you or they love me or the guest, whatever the case may be, they're like, oh, man, he's doing an amazing thing. Oh, she's doing an amazing thing. How can I get in contact? You give them something for free. Hey, text 3434. Text, you know, happy to 3434. Mm-hmm. You give them that free, you know, whatever. Now you get their data. Now you can grow your email list, your text message list. You can nurture them. You can put them in a group. You can put them in the community. You, you, you can have a setter or maybe you're calling them, telling them about the other value that you have. And you can close them on your high ticket deal. Mm-hmm. So you got a high ticket deal. Yeah. You can serve the people. Man. And you said you had a background in digital marketing, right? Yeah. And you were paying for mentorships. I'm still paying for mentorships. Right. Yeah. How important has that been in learning the skills that you need 
to monetize your podcast because you did the digital marketing stuff before yeah. and then you brought it to the podcasting space. Facts, yeah. So how important has it been investing that money? Because there's a lot of people who they want to, they say they want to get to the next level or they say they want to make more money. But as soon as you ask them to invest in themselves, they just look like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, facts. So it's extremely important, man. Uh, you know, and, and you know, you asked me that, and I'm still investing. Yeah, me you know too. I mean? So, so I feel like once you see and are exposed to something, you cannot unsee or unhear. Yeah, it's like stretching your your mind. Exactly. Like, so if you get back. around somebody and they're like, "Yo, I just made six figures in a month," or "I just made six figures in a day," or "I made seven figures in a month, seven figures in a day," or maybe I made six figures in three months, it's like. What? How? Right. Let me learn, right? Or let me let me go to where you went to get it, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, the, the investing in uh, mentorship, coaches, um, you know, programs, or just even, you know, in myself, deciding, listen, I'm gonna read these audiobooks, I'm gonna read these regular books, you know, I'm gonna go down YouTube University, like I'm gonna stay in, I'm not doing this, and I'm gonna just learn, learn, learn. All of that has 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 contributed. You know what I'm saying? Like. And they're like, yo, there's a hundred thousand dollar mastermind is one day. I'm paying that, bro. You paying it? Hell yeah. Because first of all, the money don't mean nothing because it's not worth nothing. The money's not attached to nothing. It's hope notes. What you mean by that? What's it connected to? A hundred dollars. What did it say on the bill? Like the good faith of the the U.S. citizens. A hundred dollars is a hundred dollars because we hope it's a hundred dollars. It's not backed by gold or no other like tangible item. They stopped doing that. Dang. And they burn money like all the time and they put and they print money all the time so if i'm just using this money that is like make-believe money it's like monopoly money in a sense to to get some information so i can make more of this monopoly money and i can put it into circulation i'm doing it every time right i agree with you especially if i know okay cool let's say the information is one thing what about the people that's gonna be there bro because that's a gem in itself yeah the people that's gonna be there and even if you left with one relationship, that one relationship, it was worth that $100,000 you paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I you, agree with you. If you're going to be a stickler, meet everybody. You know what I'm saying? Get everybody's number. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or leave, leave, leave with it no so stone much, so many relationships. And another thing is, let's say you do have something to share or sell, and you go into a room like that, everyone in there is also looking to invest or share or sell what they got going on. So it's an easier conversation. You're like, yeah, this thing I got is 10 k Oh, that's it? Oh, yeah, my thing's 20K. Oh, okay. It's like, that's regular. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's regular, like, stuff. Yeah. Regular conversations. Yeah, for sure. So, so just changing the, your environment by investing in yourself is huge. Yeah. So Definitely. who were some of the people that you learned from? Um, I learned from Dan Henry, uh, Myron Golden, uh, Alex Ramosi. Uh, and these are people you paid... For like a course or a mentorship. So Dan, so Dan Henry definitely. I got a few courses from him. Yeah, Dan Henry definitely. I pay him like 10k. Alex Armosi, I just bought like his books and stuff. Um, Mike Barron, I pay him like uh, I think 25. Um, Neo, like I paid him a bag. Like a um, bunch of people I paid, bro. You paid a lot. Of I'm people. paying. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's the way. Yeah. Like, this but is how did you code. get the bread? That's how did you get code. the bread to get there? That's a great question. So, I mean, you're in the credit space. So, one of the ways that I was able to, to 
um, you know, get access to money was through credit. Right. Right. Me too. That's how I got yeah, started. And through and through, you know, if you know anything about, you know, investing in education like that, it's a tax write off. So, yeah. I mean, you learn that. I spent six bands to learn how to start the credit business. There you go. Right. Boom. Money I didn't have. Yeah. But by the end of it, I had it. Exactly. And that's the thing. The thing is, we're holding on to what, you know, people say this a lot about investing in, in, in a depreciating asset. But we're holding on to a depreciating asset. When you hold on to the money, you just put in your bank. Like, it's not growing. No. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's losing the, in value. But people are scared. Like, what if I don't? You, well, you're not. That's the thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, what not, it's not what if I don't. If you have money and you leave it in the bank, you're losing money. But they're thinking, what if I invest and I don't make money? Well, this is the thing. You need to be knowledgeable about what you invest. If you, if you invest in something that's going to take some sweat equity along with it, then you need to do what you need to do. If you're investing in something that's passive, you still need to learn, bro. Because then, then you're gambling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like this is the thing. Because there's so much, like, fraud yeah. it's good. In, this, in this core space. I think a lot of people are just like, everything's a scam. But, but I've been scammed on a lot of courses. Scam. But I learned something. Yeah. So what they say, what they say is like scam, right? Still, what does it say? Still scam is S-K-A-M? S-C. Oh, S-C. So still, still confused about making money. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, what my, that's what my boy says. Yeah. So it's like, this is the thing. You need to learn about what you're going to do. If you're not willing to level up or learn and you have the money, Mm-hmm. most likely you're going to lose the money because you're not going to invest it. The only way the money can make money is if you invest it. Right. If you, if you leave it in a checking account or a savings account, it's losing money. Just by the day, it seems yeah, like. By the day. You're losing money. You're, 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 you're better off just investing in like a group investment, like even, a, even like a crowdfund piece of real estate. So maybe you're not putting in a whole 20 ball, but maybe you can put in like five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least... You going in with another ten people or eight people, yeah. you feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, you might only get you know what I'm two, three hundred dollars back. You're getting something. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, I'm never anyone that's like been afraid to invest, and um, you know I would invest my last to get information that that can forever change you. So the thing about money is like you don't really lose money per se because you can always make it back if you have the information. Right. You know what I'm saying. But if you don't have the information, then you, you can't do nothing with it. I agree. You know what I mean? So that's why you got to continue to learn, study, you know, build relationships, network, get access to different rooms. Because they're having this high-level talk going on that we're not a part of if we ain't in, if we ain't in them spaces. Yeah, high-level. Once I started to and find that out. And if it's only out, money to get in there, why would you hold on to it? It's only money, bro. Why would you hold on to it? Right. Well, what, what did it take for you to start thinking like that, though? Did you always think like that? Or was this something that you cultivated over time? Because I've seen some people go from scared to invest. Yeah. But then something hit. <laughs> something like they did something and yeah. they got a piece of information or a gem and they're like, okay, I'm hooked now. Yeah. Was that the situation for you or were you always like that? I don't know if it was like one moment, but I've always been someone that's been like, you know, an avid reader. Probably I started reading a little bit crazier like in my like late 20s, early 30s. So like... That once I started to read, because like once you read, you get you just the floodgates open. 
Because every book ends up leading to another book. Like the author notes a book, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, this, you know, this quote came from this over here. So it's like you start, okay, cool, let me write that down. I'll get to that book in a minute. Or let me order that so it's on deck, whatever. Yeah, and then even if you go on Amazon, yep, recommend just, it. 100%. So I think on that journey, it was just like, okay, cool. It just made me more like more open to, to opportunities. You know what I'm saying? So I've always been, you know, pretty like risk adverse in that in that regard. So I'm willing to like bet on myself and then just, you know, learn things, try things. And, and I think that's the journey that kind of helped me to continue to like get to where I'm at and take me to where I'm going. Yeah. So after you invested in yourself, got to the next level, what, and you don't have to give like an exact figure, but what was the kind of money you were seeing from podcasting that made you realize like this is what you need to do? Um, to be honest, I mean, I could tell I could tell you what like I did recently, but you know, I'll tell you that in a second. But when I first got my first fifteen hundred dollars podcasting, I was like, "It's real." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, fifteen. Like I was like, "It's real," and that was one. That was one sale. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. it was a course. It was a course on um, helping people monetize. Um, podcasting and when the first person bought it I was like okay this is real like you know what I'm saying yeah so then it was like okay it's like it's like I proved to myself my concept which was you know digital digital marketing and podcasting like coming together um, but yeah that first month I think I made like 16,000 and I was like okay cool um, from the podcast yeah through, through the course sales through the course sales mm-hmm. were you just doing the podcast or were you running ads too no I was just doing a podcast you know, like my email marketing you know what I'm saying how'd you build the list through just through my other because my, I was just doing digital marketing prior to okay so I had a list from there okay you had a list about yeah. how, how large was the list to be making um, 16 it wasn't crazy it was like it was like 2,000 people 2,000 people yeah it was you made it off a course or is it reoccurring no that was so that that at that point, that was just um, off the course. Man. Yeah. Um, so I know you're like, started, yeah. Yeah, then I started, like, reaching out to podcasters, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. hey, listen, you know, monetize, whatever. Are you monetizing your show? And then I would do a call with them and then give them some game. And then, you know, if it made sense, they, they would probably purchase the program. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it really hit me. <clears throat> it really hit me, like, maybe two and a half months after that when... I discovered like that par close situation because what I realized is that one of the biggest um, problems that business owners have is leads. Right. A lot of them focus on just word of mouth and referrals. Yeah. And how can you really scale scale that? You can't scale that. So I'm like, how can they get leads, but then the leads be more warm and hot? So, like, the no-like trust factor is high, so then they can get more opportunities to sell something, mm-hmm. right? Faster. And I was like, well, every time I invite somebody to come on the podcast, they come. I was like, well, what if I just targeted people that I thought may be a good fit for my program and invite them on the show, but give them hella value up front? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. massive value up front. Um, yeah, bro. And then I got the first sale on that, which was seventy eight hundred one sale. I was like, this is Wait real. It. I was like, yo, this joint real right here. Yeah. I was like, this yeah. is from that strategy you were talking that was about a earlier. Concept. That was the first one. I was like, yeah, that was that was um, December on that one. Uh huh. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is it. Cause like, this is the thing. Once you do something once, 
or when somebody buys something for you, there's a thousand of those people out there. You just got to get to them. Exactly. Yeah, they exist. If, you, if you can make 10, you can make 100. If you can make 100, you can mm-hmm. make 1,000. So, yeah, once I made that first 78, I was like, yo, this is nuts. Right. And then this thing is, I don't know if you're into Bar Proctor like that, but it's like, your, oh, yeah, yeah. Your paradigm, like once, like once you get something in here, it, it starts working on its own and then it brings stuff to your conscious. You know what I'm saying? Yes, things that you would look past before, all of a sudden are in front of you. Exactly. So then that's when I discovered, okay, well, if I don't have to invite them on the show, I can have an outreach team do that. If I don't have to, wait a minute, I don't have to host a podcast? That's my, my, my head blew when I figured that out. I was like, I don't have to host a show. Who's listening to the show, though, when you don't host it? Like, what's the reason that people they... Are like- less, people are watching podcasts and listening to podcasts right now. They don't, they, they don't, they don't even know who I am. They, you didn't know who I was until a couple of weeks ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about... People don't come to listen to the host. They come to listen to the guest. Right. It's about the guest. It's not about me. That's why, that's why the host almost doesn't matter. Because these shows I have is about the guest. The guest is highlighted, edified, what's your story, how do you make an impact, what's your product, what's your service, and how can we let more people know how amazing you are and, and the amazing things you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. But when I, feel like, when I realized I could remove myself and I could 6X the effort without me having to be involved, and then I don't have to close any deals, it was on. And how much do you make from your podcasting now? So, so in um, in not re- not recently, but the last so because I'm doing a different like kind of uh, goal right now. But in 37 days, I made sixty one thousand six hundred from from the podcast courses. Well, from the from, guest, the, po- from the guesting service from the yeah from from the pod close strategy from the pod close strategy, and mm-hmm. then do you have more income coming in from the courses? Yeah, so so basically what I do is my products are podcast guesting where I help um, business owners, coaches, consultants, you know, entrepreneurs get on podcasts mm-hmm. so they could, you know, get in front of more people and then capture the leads from that show so they can grow their list. And then I help podcasts monetize. So with the podcast and monetization. So these are two separate businesses. Yeah, two separate, yeah, two separate offers. So um, on a podcast side for podcasters, I have an academy called um pod, uh podcaster profits academy so you know that's an experience where we're together and you know for a year's time and i'm basically helping you set up your situation so you can monetize mm-hmm. um or i have a course you just D- diy you just do it yourself do it yourself yeah so that's one one revenue stream well basically two but the revenue streams and then i have the guessing service dang so that's bringing in a lot of bread so you have the high ticket and the low ticket how do you how do you determine what prices work for what offers? Because I feel like me personally, I'm having issues with the pricing of some well, of my what's offers. The issue, what's the issues you have? Like, like you said, with the low ticket on the, on the Dunkin' Donuts kind of website, I just I feel like I'm going with the flow too much and I don't have a, a, a set plan because when I started it, I just kind of started it to get and grow my network. Yeah. But now this is something that I really want to take serious and I want to grow. So how should I structure 
some of my offers, like what do you charge for an ebook and stuff like that? Yeah, I think I think forty seven dollars for an ebook is pretty good. Okay. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. But I think that also um uh really testing your offers out. So I think you can reverse engineer it. Uh-huh. So like how much money do you want to make? Number one. Uh-huh. You know what, let's say in a month or in a year. Um, you know, what are other people in the marketplace that may have a similar product? What are they pricing it at? Not saying that you need to price it exactly there, but you kind of it kind of gives you a little bit more insight. Oh, he's charging a thousand. Okay, well, mine has a little bit more. Maybe I'll charge twelve hundred or something, right? Mm-hmm. So it's around that. Um, but again, like knowing how much you want to make, because you just do the math at that point. Like if yeah. you want to make ten k a month, you sell ten thousand dollar courses, ten k a month. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if it's if it's you know if it's fifteen hundred, then it's less. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's so that's how that's how I would do it. So I need to reverse honestly, engineer. Yeah, reverse engineer, and then if you if you're doing um, uh, call closes, you know what I'm saying? Then ask for more and see what happens. That's what I that's what I used to do too. Like, let's say I had a program that was like fifty five hundred. Let's say just one call. I'm just testing it out. Like I know in the back of my mind, like it's fifty five hundred, whatever. Cause so that's my barometer. So if I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's only seventy five hundred. If they're like, yeah, then you got a new price. Because one person was willing to take it, yeah. there's other people just like them. Yeah, and in worst case scenario, you know you have that range to play around with. Like, let's say you want to give a deal, a discount, flash sale. You really want to help something, somebody out because maybe they don't have the 75, they got 55. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know you got a little bit of play. So that's always good, too. They kind of know, like, yeah. You know, this is my new price, but, you know, if I need to scale it down to help somebody out because I really uh-huh. want them to kind of get, get the, you know, get the, uh, the value, then just do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna, all this stuff, I'm taking mental notes. Like, I got to, I'm already thinking, like, I got to get together this course or program and this offer so I can grow. But have you, do you run ads for your courses now? Yeah, so um, I run ads for the guesting, not not for the courses. The guesting. Yeah. Oh, so the uh, where you place people. Yeah, because that's that's the one I'm looking to scale faster. Uh, the academy, the academy, I'm still interested in helping podcasters um, uh, monetize. But that one, people are coming through through the webinar. So I have a webinar that I do every Thursday. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so right now I'm putting that ad dollars um, into. The guessing service. So I got this whole. So I got this whole plan, man. So I got this program coming out soon. It's called the 100K Podcast Program, and basically what I'm doing is I'm teaching uh, podcasters how to monetize for free. So you just get in there. There's, thir- there's 30 videos on mindset. I'm giving you the pod close strategy. I'm gonna give that shit to you for free, and then what happens is from there you get an option. Your option would be to you can join the academy if mm-hmm. you want. It's up to you. You can literally do it all yourself because I'm giving you the information. You know what I'm saying? Or you can become an affiliate marketer, which you talked about earlier, right? Affiliate products. So if you become an affiliate marketer of that product, I showed you how it works. You don't got to do nothing but mention it on your podcast. I'll give you the marketing assets, mm-hmm. right? You put them in. You put it in your, um, you know, you put it in as a commercial or you read the script as a live read. We close a deal. You get paid. Dang. Yeah, that's tough. You Where do you that? see podcasting going? So right now it's a hundred billion. It's it's a little over a hundred billion dollar industry, bro. YouTube just I don't know if you you have this set up on your podcast yet, but YouTube just you know released recently their podcast like uh, category on the platform. Okay. So 
it's a cat it's an area for you to upload so right now if your podcast if your podcast is on youtube Mm-hmm. And, it's in a play- and it's in a playlist. Mm-hmm. You need to move it from your playlist, well, whatever playlist is in, and put it in the YouTube podcast playlist. It's okay. the same thing. It just it just says podcast. Okay. And it's a playlist, but it's just specifically. Right, I'm gonna for go podcast. check that tonight. That's number one. And then number two, they have a slot now for you to also um, put the audio in there because soon, just the audio. Just the audio. So you can put the audio in the video, but it's under one YouTube now. So now. Once they release like the next section of it, now your streams can count Google Music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's, right? And then the other thing I see that's coming, it's not out yet, but I, I feel like it's coming, is YouTube is going to now eventually probably have that RSS feed on YouTube. So now you don't have to use like a Buzzsprout or like a Simplecast or like a Podbeam. Oh, the directories. Yeah. So now I'm pretty sure YouTube is going to do it because it's like... They can, they have the market share, bro. Like people pop, are already uploading their stuff. That's what I'm saying. So all they got to do is be like, boop, RSS feed now. So now you can host it on YouTube potentially, which is kind of like what I see is going to happen. And then it's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? It's on Google Podcast. Yeah. It's on Stitcher. It's on iHeart. Yep. So you, you, so you can just get rid of all your podcast hosts. Dang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not all here yet, but it's coming in phases. So right now it's like take your podcast and just put it in the podcast playlist on YouTube. Okay. And then like if you upload the audio, you can upload that audio in there as well. Yeah. Because I think I I read somewhere that there was 45.3 million YouTube creators active. Active being one or more videos Mm. in an entire year. Yeah. And for podcasts... There was a roughly like seven hundred or eight hundred thousand active podcasts, meaning more than one mm. episode yeah. throughout that entire year. I think that was back in twenty twenty two. So I see this like massive growth. No, it's crazy, and there's a huge opportunity for it. It's crazy, bro. All we gotta do is put on, put, turn the camera on, put some lights on, have a conversation. That's which probably one of the easiest way for people that are afraid to create content or don't know what to create. Or maybe have content, you know, blocks or whatever the case may be, creative blocks. Like, easy. You just chop that up and now you got short form content. Yeah, because I know Instagram is kind of, they mentioned that they were going to scale back on the reels, but YouTube is doubling down. Yo, you know what's crazy? You know what I learned today? You know who else got reels? Who? Or like a version of reels? Pinterest. I have Pinterest and I've seen that. That's nuts. Now you can go on. Now you can. There's another platform you can put your, your joint on. That's a whole new audience. Are you on there? I am on there, but I'm not on there. Like, I have a yeah, Pinterest. Yeah, I have a Pinterest, but, but I ain't I, on there. May, I thought that too, because they have like a whole section for it. It's crazy. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should. Crazy. You never know what's going to happen. TikTok might go crazy or might leave. You know, you, it's like you got a whole new audience, a brand new people. And there's a lot of people on Pinterest. Yeah, and if Pinterest is. is um, if they're pushing that, you know, it's the new, it's like their new thing. So that's probably be a good place to get some growth. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Now, somebody that, that's watching or listening to this and they want to start a podcast, what's some advice that you would give them to hit the ground running? Great question. I would say, um, you know, consider starting a virtual podcast first because it's like super simple and it's not a lot of equipment. All you need is like a platform like Riverside. Um, Riverside.fm or, or Zoom, but I like Riverside because they actually um, 
they produce the podcast on the software a little bit. So they'll clean it up. So if somebody has like a sketchy Wi-Fi situation, they'll clean it up. So Oh yeah, they'll get it dope. they'll get it as good as they can get it. Okay. Uh, so I would get, you know, Riverside, um, you know, want to have a decent laptop, maybe if not new, something relatively, you know, new. Um, I would get a USB mic and a mm-hmm. USB camera. And then you and then you're ready to cook. You ready to go? Yeah, yeah. Start virtual yep. with everything. Because because you know maybe because it's more you difficult. You want to see if you like it first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it might not be for everybody. See if you like it. See if you get into it. But you can start that this weekend. You can start a podcast this weekend for I don't know three hundred dollars. And even if you don't want to spend that bread, you could just go on Zoom and then just record, bro. Yeah. You know. What and, I'm saying? and at least get started. And you can do that from your phone. Yeah, you know, what and saying? at least just get started and see, hey, am I good on camera? Do I, is this something that I really do want to improve upon so I can make money and be a part of this new opportunity? But man, I got crazy value. Yeah, bro, out I of appreciate this. you. I, I got I, crazy. I'm I appreciate about to, being on, bro. I'm about to change. Like I, I need to get in it, man. This is, <laughs> I'm in that phase. You know, when you start doing something and you start and you're like, okay, it's cool, but then something, a certain amount of money hit or. You start having certain guests on. I'm like, this is a thing. Mm. Like, I'm starting to realize, like, this is a thing. At first, I was like, it's something that I'm doing. But the I go to the gym lifetime up in Green Valley. And mm. I have met a lot of my guests from there. And it's been getting around that I'm the podcast dude. Okay, let's get it. And I'm like, man. Yeah, you can't let them down. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I can't, I can't no, stop no, doing no, this no, stuff no, now. No, no. You can't let like, this down, is something bro. that I really got to double down on because... Yeah. Obviously, it's something that people like to see. The interviews are good. People like the question and the, the questions and the conversations yeah. that we're having. So this is something that I got to double down on. But where can uh, everybody who's watching and listening find you on social media? Well, if it's cool, man, I definitely want to give people some value. Um, Go right ahead, man. Listen, you want to head over to uh, 100k100kpodcastprogram.com. It's a free, uh, bunch of free value. You know what I'm saying? You got 30 days of mindset in there for free. So I'm basically mentoring you for 30 days for free. Um, you get a bunch of information on how to monetize your podcast for free. Completely for free. All you got to do is head over to Man, 100K. I can't imagine what's program. on there. I cannot imagine what's on Once there. All the value I there, got. Bro. Anything else? Um, yeah, man, listen, you know, I got a podcast, uh, Pursuit Podcast, PRST Podcast. I have amazing people on like, um, you know, V right here. So you definitely want to tap into that. Um, YouTube, I make YouTube content okay. about uh, podcast monetization, digital product monetization. Yeah, we're going to have all the know. links for all that stuff yeah. down below, guys. So listen, just tap in. Um, our Instagram is at uh, it's Brendan Boyd, I-T-S, Brendan, B-R-E-N-D-A-N, Boyd, B-O-I-D. Yeah, man, I'm going to just keep, you know, keep putting stuff out for y'all. And then, yeah, man, you know, we're gonna you're changing gonna the game, like dude. That. Like once I saw your page and I was going through it. And seeing all that you do, you changed the game for me. I appreciate you, And, bro. dude, how did we meet? Like, who? So we West met Coast Dave? West Coast Dave. So shout out West Coast Dave. And he's my most popular episode. Oh, is he? The most viral clips on TikTok. Yeah. The most views on YouTube. The most downloads. They love that episode. That's what's up. Yeah, shout out West Coast Dave. I met West Coast, West Coast Dave through Instagram. Last time I was in Vegas, he was on my show. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, so that was a fire episode as well. Cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Down to earth, family man, entrepreneur, growing. Uh, I appreciate him. So yeah, that's that's how that's how we got together. Yeah, that's how we got yeah. together, man. It's, the internet's powerful. But that's gonna do it for this episode, guys. I really appreciate you all watching, and I'll see you on the next one. Next peace. one, peace.